Hey there, and welcome to episode 116 of the Food Biz Whiz podcast. Well, here we are. We are officially getting towards the end of October, and we are likely starting to feel some holiday stress and that general fourth quarter busyness right? So in today's episode, I'm going to talk about a topic that is near and dear to my heart, working on your business instead of working in your business. So I did this as an off the cuff Instagram live in September in response to what you guys said you wanted to talk about as we headed into Q4. And I think that this topic is so important that it deserves its own podcast episode. So in today's show, I'm going to share my secrets on how I find the time to work on my business instead of letting my business run me. And I'm going to tell you exactly how you can implement this in your own business as we hit our busiest time of the year. You guys ready? Let's get right to it. You're listening to Food Biz Whiz, the weekly podcast for everyone in the packaged food industry. Join your host, Allie Ball, to learn how to launch, grow, and scale your business. You'll hear real-life examples from her time as a professional grocery buyer, interviews with CPG experts, and listen in on actual client coaching sessions. Let's get going. This episode is brought to you by Retail Ready, my online course for producers of packaged product who are looking to grow their wholesale accounts. Retail Ready is opening for enrollment very soon. Through videos, workbooks, checklists, templates, live coaching calls with me, and daily access to me and my team in our private online group, Retail Ready has all the tools that you need to increase your sales through wholesale accounts, whether that's in traditional brick and mortar outlets or through e-commerce platforms. The first step to find out more about Retail Ready is to join my free masterclass on the three steps to growing your packaged food business, which I'll link to here in today's show notes. That hour-long webinar is jam-packed with advice that you can use to kickstart your growth right now, plus information on Retail Ready, on my past clients, and how we can work together. Sign up via the link in my show notes, and I will see you there. Okay, my whizzes. Today, we are talking about working on versus in your business, especially in the fourth quarter. So truthfully, this is a topic that is relevant for any time of year, but might feel particularly important to think about right now. So here is what we are going to cover on today's episode. I'm going to talk about the difference between working on versus in your business, and I'll give some examples of both of those. I'm going to talk through how to make time to work on your business, right? That's the key here. We're going to discuss why it's important to focus on that in the fourth quarter in particular, and then how you can do that with me and my team here at Food Biz Whiz. Sound good? So like I said, I did this as an Instagram live in September, and it seemed like a topic that really resonated with you guys as you navigate the ups and downs of being foodpreneurs. I thought it would be valuable to talk about it here again on the podcast so that it can live on and on forever. So here we go. So first off, what does it look like to work on your business instead of in your business? So if you are working on in in your business here, it means that you are likely responding to fires that come up every day and you are letting your day run you. 
You wake up having some sort of loose plan, or frankly, you might not have a plan at all, and you prioritize things as they're thrown at you. You likely are feeling overwhelmed and anxious as you work inside of your business. You also might feel like you are constantly behind the ball, even if you are getting things done in the day. And it's hard to acknowledge those accomplishments because there's always more to do, right? That to-do list is ever expanding and it's always piling up. So when you're working in your business, instead of on your business, you are reactive instead of proactive. You're likely pretty tired too. (laughs) So I'm laughing a little bit because I've been there, right? I think we've all been there from time to time. I mean, gosh, we work in the food industry here, so it can feel like a a given that it's chaotic, right? That just feels like it comes along with the territory of running a food business. I mean, I, I know we've all had moments where it feels like we're just surviving and our days are really running us, running us, right? That is the reality. I get it. So let's talk about the opposite end of the spectrum though, and what it feels like to work on your business, right? So it means that you plan ahead, right? That's a big one. You plan ahead. You have a strategy for growth rather than feeling like you are just winging it. You have tactics that you use to drive sales, tactics that you use to expand distribution or grow your reach or um, see a greater return on investment of your marketing dollars. And you have a plan to put those tactics in place and you have a means of measuring their results. That's what happens when you work on your business. You have a vision or you likely have a vision. You have a vision that's starting to come together and you have a pretty clear picture of what you need to do in order to get to that vision. You likely, if you're working on your business, you likely are setting quarterly goals and you are able to break them down into smaller projects that move the needle forward in your business. And then this is a big one, you guys, you implement rather than just consume. So it's one thing to listen to podcasts, to read books, to Click through to insightful business blogs and not along. And it's a whole other thing to actually take action on the lessons that are flowing through your ears, right? Okay, so now we do have the reality that we are in the food industry and there are times that we work in our businesses, right? That is okay. I'm not here to tell you that your job is to, you know, sit in a beautiful office, (laughs) daydreaming about your future successes and how great it's going to feel when you achieve your goals, right? That is, that's not the reality of running a food business. So, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, I am in year seven of my business. And for the first four years, I did everything 100% by myself, which meant that most of my time was spent in my business rather than on my business. And that's okay, right? That's the reality of starting and growing a business. But the faster that you prioritize working on your business, at least for part of the time, instead of spending 100% of your living, breathing hours working in your business, the faster, faster you will see growth. So let me repeat that for you. The faster you prioritize working on your business, 
the faster you will see growth. Okay. So I want you to pause and think here. You can even pause this podcast if you need to. Which one do you want? When I ran through that bullet pointed list, which one do you want? Do you want to work in your business or on your business? And truthfully, which is right for you at this particular stage of your business? Likely, if you are listening to this episode, you want to do more of the on in your business rather than the in your business, right? Okay, so now we have the why, that big why. We work on our businesses in order to be proactive instead of reactive and in order to strategically grow our businesses. Are you guys ready to talk about how? Let's do this. Okay. How to work on your business. I said this in the Instagram live and it is worth repeating here. People always ask me, they come to me and they say, Allie, how do you find the time to work on your business? They see me growing my business, doing all these different things, like um, showing up in different places. And it feels like there is this feeling, I've heard this a lot from Retail Ready students, that I have some magical extra hour in my day. So I get this question a lot, like, Allie, how do you find the time to work on your business? And this, my whizzes, is a really deadly question. When people ask me this, I know right away that they've got the wrong attitude about time management to begin with. So did you catch what that question was? So I'll repeat it. How do you find the time to work on your business? Sounds simple, right? Or more often, (laughs) truthfully, it's a whiny voice that I hear that I get from folks saying more like, But Allie, how do I possibly find the time to work on my business? And here is the truth. The truth is that I don't find the time. If I waited around until I magically found the time, I magically stumbled upon the time, it would never happen. What do I do instead? I make the time. Working on my business is my number one priority, and I recognize that it is key to my business success. Now, as I mentioned earlier, there are weeks where I'm better at this than others, right? And there are times when I am like heads down working in the business, (laughs) but at the end of the day, I make no mistake in recognizing that working on my business is my most important job as the founder and CEO of Food Biz Wiz. Shift your thinking from needing to find the time to recognizing that it is your job to make the time to work on your business. I'd argue that this is the most important thing that a high-level founder or manager needs to do. So now you're likely nodding along, I hope, right? And you've had this light bulb moment here that you want to shift from finding the time to making the time. And you likely still have that question. So like, how do I make the time in my business, Allie? Like, tell me your secrets. So there are all different tactics that you can use to make the time. And there is no one size fits all solution here. Some some things that I practice myself and that I teach our retail-ready students is time blocking, doing weekly planning and prioritization, setting setting quarterly goals and breaking them down into projects, 
batching your content, having theme days in your week. That's a big game changer for a lot of retail ready students. Using a planner or learning my strategy of writing to-do lists. I have a very specific way of writing my to-do lists. I outline, if you are listening to this and you're inside of retail ready, this is all outlined in Allie's Art of Organization, my bonus lesson. So I want to be clear here. This is These are all learned skills. You don't have to be good at time management right now or organization or planning, right? You can learn how to be better at all of those things. And you can learn how to develop a system that works for you. You can make time in your business and it is your job to make time in your business. Okay, we are going to take a quick break here. And when we come back, I'm going to talk through your next steps on working on your business. Hang tight. If you've been enjoying these episodes, imagine what it would be like to ask clarifying questions directly to me and have my assistants working through your strategy on these topics. Well, you can. My Retail Ready students have access to me live in our private online group and on our monthly coaching calls, and I'd love to see you in there as well. Retail Ready enrollment opens again really soon and kicks off with my free masterclass on the three steps to growing your packaged food business. I have that linked here in the show notes, and I can't wait for you to join to learn more about me and how I work with clients, to find out whether Retail Ready is the right fit for you, and to learn my three steps to growing your packaged food biz. Come join me via the link in the show notes, and I'll see you there. Okay, we are back, and I want you to think about how much time you work on your business at the moment, and I want you to visualize what it would look like to increase that number. So let's say that you work 50 hours a week right? We're in the food industry. I know you guys are pulling long hours. And admittedly, you think that you spend close to 100% of the time of your work time working in your business. So you might be running production shifts, doing sales and deliveries, packing orders, working in a farmer's market booth, managing your social media accounts, and on and on and on, right? That is a full-time job of working in your business. So what would it look like What would it take to get 10% of that time back, five hours a week to work on your business? So I guarantee you that if you invested five hours a week in strategic planning, in goal setting, in organizational skills, and being proactive in your business, you would likely find that you save time in your week. And those remaining 45 hours that you've been working each week actually start to become easier and might even reduce in number. So when students inside of Retail Ready take Allie's Art of Organization, we actually get feedback so often that it saves you guys hours in your week. It's pretty incredible when to see what happens when you make that time to work on your business. And here, the last thing that I'm going to say on this particular topic is that if you feel like there is no possible way that you could find five hours a week to work on your business... I'm going to tell you that you're wrong. Now, we have students inside of Retail Ready who argue this back at me until they're blue in the face. They tell me that I don't get it. I don't understand. There's absolutely no way that they have an extra five hours in the work week. You guys, the hard truth is that your time adds up. 
How much time are you spending scrolling on social media or doing busy work or checking your email again and again and again, or frankly, listening to podcasts without implementing the work? I mean, heck, you are listening to podcasts right now. <laughs> I hope you're multitasking, right? And listening as you're do- doing a production shift or something. But if you are one of those people who feels like you can't possibly find five hours in the week, I would ask you if everything that you did today was with intention and focus. I mean, I'm kind of poking fun at you here, right? Um, I, I do think listening to the podcast is a great use of your time if you actually sit down and implement what you've learned. Okay, so I do want you to think about that next time you catch yourself wasting your time. Typically, we do have time in our week that we're spending inefficiently or frankly, that we're just wasting. I want to be clear that there's nothing wrong with da- with downtime. I am a huge proponent for downtime rest, recovery, vacation, nights and weekends off. Absolutely. But what I am not a proponent of is wasting your time during your workday and lying to yourself and thinking that you don't have any flexibility there. Right. Okay. Lastly, and this is a whole other topic for a whole other podcast episode. I think about how can you invest in getting your time back? You might Think about hiring someone for five hours a week at $15 an hour and spend $75 a week that you get back to work on your business. I bet that that $75 a week will pay for itself many, many times over, right? I think so often when we think about hiring, we we think, that we've got to just jump all in, hire a full-time salaried management position. Let's start small. The first time I hired someone, it was five hours a week at $15 an hour, right? $75 an hour, which frankly at the time felt like a little bit of a stretch, but that time, that investment was invaluable in getting my time back. Okay, so let's wrap up here with a reminder of why it's important to focus on this, particularly in the fourth quarter, and how you can do that with me and my team here at Food Biz Wiz. So in the fourth quarter, it is hard to get on the shelf. It is the time when wholesale buyers are focused on holiday operations. I always... I think about the theme of November. Buyers are saying no, left and right. No, you can't do that. No, you can't drop off samples. No, I won't respond to your email. We are quickly approaching November. So when you pitch to buyers during the fourth quarter, you're not only wasting their time, but you are wasting your own time as well, right? They, those buyers start to question if you even know what you're doing when you come knocking on their doors in November and December. So it's important knowing that, knowing that buyers are less responsive this time of year, it is important to think about what you can do to work on your business in this time. So that might look like developing your sales strategy, figuring out your promotional plan that you can offer to new wholesale accounts, redoing your sell sheet to make sure that it is standing out in the crowd of hundreds that land in a buyer's inbox every month. You might practice your pitch knowing like we're still going to be doing virtual pitches in 2022. Practice those pitches. You might dial in your marketing plan. There are so many things to work on, on your business in the fourth quarter. 
It's important to use this time so you are ready to rock come January. So lastly, how can you work with me and my team here at Food Biz Wiz? It is very simple. The only way that we work with emerging food, beverage, and taxable grocery brands is inside of Retail Ready. This is the sole thing that we focus on, how to land on more retail shelves, whether those are digital shelves or physical shelves, and how to have higher sales once you're there. It takes about 90 days to get through our Retail Ready content. So if you join us now, you are going to be primed for success come January. So if you want in, if you want more info about Retail Ready, come and start a conversation with me. Send me a DM right now. I'm at It's Ali Ball. You can find that linked in the show notes as well, or click through and watch our three-step masterclass, which is the sponsor of this episode. We'll get you the support that you need during this busy time of year, and you will get set up for success come January. Okay. My whizzes. There we have it. Here is what we covered. Let's recap this. So we talked about the difference between working on and in your business. And I think we all agreed that working on your business is the most important thing that we can be doing as business owners and managers. We then discussed how to make time to work on your business. And remember the key here was making the time, not finding the time. We then discuss why it's important to focus on it during the fourth quarter. You want to set yourself up for success this season so that you are ready to crank come January. And then finally, I give you a sentence or two on how you can do that with me and my team here at Food Biz Wiz. Again, the magic happens inside of Retail Ready. You can listen to these podcast episodes all day long, but until you implement, it's just the same as working in your biz. So from here, like I said, connect with me on Instagram at it's Ali ball or join us in the food biz Wiz Facebook group. Both are linked here in the show notes. I'll be back next week with my guest, Leb Berlin, the founder of Recipal. We are going to talk about all things related to nutrition facts and nutrition labels and using his fantastic service for your brand. So I'll see you back here next week. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you for listening to Food Biz Wiz, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe so you never miss a beat. Hungry for more? Check out www.foodbizwiz.com. That's food, B-I-Z-W-I-Z.com for detailed show notes from all episodes. Thanks again for tuning in and stay busy.